Hey, Foot Clan, before we jump into the pod, want to remind you about the Ultimate DFS Pass, the only premium resource you need for your DFS needs. It's all you need for your needs. That's why it's so nice I had to say it twice. Check it out at ultimatedfspass.com. All of our premium picks from Ben, from Chris, the Blind Spot article from Jake Seeley, renowned for his accuracy. Some really cool tools. Encourage you to check it out. There's still plenty of action, plenty of DFS action left for this season. UltimateDFSPass.com. Fantasy Footballers DFS Podcast, coming to you from the Playdraft Studios, with your hosts, Mike Wright, Ben Cummins, and Chris Meany. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. This is the Fantasy Footballers DFS Podcast. I am your host, Mike the Fantasy Hitman Wright. We're bringing DFS for the rest of us. Thanksgiving is gone, but we're still cranking him out of the park like a juiced-up Ryan Braun. <laughs> that analogy was for you, Chris Meany, because... I respect I, that. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. baseball drop. <laughs> About, like, 85% of the audience just went, who? <laughs> well done. Aaron well Rodgers' best friend at one point. Yeah, Whoa! Well, at that, one point. Really? That went oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I remember that. Hey! Like his relationship those lovely, with his brother. Those voices you're hearing... That's my best friends. That's my DFS pals. That's Ben Cummins. How you doing, Ben? What up, gambling fiends? Come enjoy week 13 with the DFS Not gambling. Machine. Not gambling, Ben. Game of skill. What up, game That's of skill fiends? <laughs> What's up, Chris Meany? He's the other voice. How you doing, Yes, bud? yes. Game of skill. Um, tis the season, guys. I know Black Friday is, uh, is gone. It's done. It's over with, but still lots of value this week to be had in week 13. Ooh, I ben love was, it. Ben was just talking to our other friends who like to put money down on the games and that are not picking players for DFS. Welcome yeah. into the show. I should say the we f- just put Reese's and Snickers down for our matchup. So. All right, all right, all right. The Fantasy Footballers DFS podcast. Thank you for joining us once again. Week 13. Let's get right into those cash picks. Straight cash, homie. All right, if you're new to the show, number one, welcome in. Thank you. Thank you so much. And if you're not new to the show, you know what? If you've been hanging around, things are going well, you're in the green, having a good time on those weekends, why don't you drop us a review on Apple Podcasts? We would really appreciate that. Helps the show. Helps out poor Ben over there. His self-esteem is directly correlated to the amount of five-star reviews that we get. Speaking of Ben and his confidence, where's your confidence at for your cash game quarterbacks, Ben? Uh, well, I like the Buccaneers quarterback. Enter whoever it is, as we've talked about <laughs> sure. on the show. Mike, I think we could throw you out there, and we're getting 202. So oh, let's just... Minimum. Bare minimum. Minimum, exactly. So let's just keep rolling it out there. The Buccaneers are at home. Uh, and another theme that I've liked to attack uh, all season is the Panthers' pass defense is not good. They're 22nd in passing yards allowed per game and 27th in pass DVOA. And Jameis, when he's been out there, he's gotten the job done. We talked about it a couple weeks ago. If you look at the 
Buccaneers quarterback just in general, adding him and Fitzpatrick, Fitzpatrick together, they're one of the best in the league. The Buccaneers are first in yards per game and ninth in points per game. So I'm looking in that direction. And then if you want some guaranteed um, you know, rushing floor and upside, as we talked about last week, is Lamar Jackson once again, who should be able to throw on this Falcon, this uh, this Falcons um, defense that is 28th in passing yards allowed per game and 29th in pass DVOA. And we know that there's going to be some rushing there as Lamar has 190 yards on the ground in his uh, his last two starts. Woo! So yeah. a couple of uh, interesting plays that I'm excited about. All right, Chris, who you got? Yeah, nothing new here. Cam Newton, he's just been the safest quarterback. Booty scooting, get him in there. Yeah, Booty all scooting. year. He he really has. Not just cash. You can play him in tournaments. He was in in winning lineups of mine in GPPs last week as well. He's thrown at least two touchdowns in 10 straight games and 23 fantasy points in every single road game. Don't worry about him being uh, on the road. you got that safe floor there. He leads all quarterbacks in rushing yards and carries in Tampa Bay. Ben mentioned, uh, you know, Carolina really struggling defensively. Tampa Bay also really struggling. This is the third highest total on the board, 54 and a half. I expect both teams to be able to, you know, it's, it'll be a shootout. Unlike some of the other high totals, can Oakland keep pace with Kansas City? Can Detroit keep pace with the Rams? Not likely. So for Carolina going up against Tampa Bay, they've allowed 26 passing touchdowns. It's the most in football. They've allowed the fifth most yards and passing yards per game while allowing the second most points per game. So Cam Newton and all of his weapons, DJ Moore we'll get to in a little bit, Christian McCaffrey, get the ball to those guys in space, and you're seeing now um, just how electric this offense can be. And then Russell Wilson, I haven't played all year in cash. And on DraftKings, I'll probably shy away. He's up near the the top five in terms of pricing. But if you're playing on FanDuel, he's the 10th highest priced quarterback on the board. Seattle has a a nice matchup this week against San Francisco. It's a high team implied total. He's hit the 18-point mark in fantasy in seven straight games he has at least two passing touchdowns in those seven games in three of those games he's had three passing touchdowns so he's throwing the ball to all of his weapons not even just Doug Baldwin Tyler Lockett's getting a piece David Moore is getting a piece and for the 49ers they rank inside the top five and passing touchdowns allowed 23 on the year and they rank 24th against the pass Russell Wilson has been so interesting this year where you had I mean really really high expectations then he wasn't running and it was, okay, if he's not running, then the fantasy value is going to go away from Russell Wilson. Then he starts throwing these multi-touchdown games with under 200 yards. Right. And and then week four has the total crapper against Arizona. It, it, but then it was multi-touchdown, three touchdowns with under 200 yards, three touchdowns just over 200. And I feel like every single week, it's, I'm at fault too of Russell Wilson can't keep doing this, except I've now been saying that for over half of the season, <laughs> right? And, and Russell Wilson just keeps doing, keeps doing it. it with not that much it's, passing volume. It's such a strange thing of uh, the beginning of the season, leave, leaving that imprint of you for what you you're, you make your decision up about this player for the year, and that was wrong for Russell Wilson. Yet again, he's coming through in the second half of the season. Well, so I like you know, that call. I've been with you, Mike, because yeah. The rushing ability is has not been there, and that's why I haven't been playing him in cash. It's the right. same thing with Cam, and that's why you know I kind of lean to these guys. Ben's talking about Lamar Jackson, the same thing. You get that that rushing floor, but the defense has been solid. They have a ground game themselves, so he's been really efficient. But you know, when you have fantasy football MVP Tyler Lockett catching passes, oh, that's good. Oh, <laughs> he's got a touchdown in almost every game this season. Yeah. So consistent, except for one game. I should also throw out there though. Um, it looked like earlier today Jalen Ramsey was back at practice and going to play. Looks like. 
like that was a conflicting report. Um, it actually looks like he didn't practice much today. So Andrew Luck, despite being on the road, and I love him in the in the dome in Indianapolis, he's literally cheaper on DraftKings than Lamar Jackson. So we, I should probably throw his name out there too. He's been pretty good this year. He's yeah, he's actually line. he's the quarterback in my lineup for the end of the show. I, I was going to nice. save it, but I'm glad you brought him up because fifty eight hundred dollars. Yeah, I don't care about the matchups. It's Andrew Luck in yeah, Jacksonville's. He was fine against him three weeks ago. Yep. Yeah, like, yeah, he He's, just played him three weeks ago with Ramsey on the field. Ridiculous that pricing. All right, Ben, who you got at the running back position? Well, I'm going to continue to utilize this platform to again talk about you lock in stud running backs in cash. Ben's unlimited budget. <laughs> yes, because there are always going to be those few uh, cheap wide receivers. It doesn't even matter if you love them. This is how you play cash. And every single time I veered away from it this year, it hasn't worked. Every time I've stuck to my guns, even though it's like, uh, I, you know, I have to play these awful receivers. It works out and you're going to do it again this week, or at least you should. And the first, I mean, everybody knows Todd Gurley's a stud, so we don't have to go there. Uh, but Christian McCaffrey, my, my man crush on this guy just continues to grow. He has an amazing matchup. He's one of the, um, you know, the players that gets the guaranteed touches. And that's what fantasy football is all about. Forget DFS. That's what all the fantasy football is about. You have to touch the ball and get the opportunities to score points. McCaffrey ranks fifth in the league in opportunities per game, fourth in total yards, which is rushing and receiving. He's tied for 10th in touchdowns, and he's got the matchup against the Bucks defense that are 18th in rushing yards allowed per game and 27th in run DVOA. And Kareem Hunt continues to be too cheap. He, His price baffles me. Yeah, right there. It, and it basically has all year. So is McCaffrey's until now he blows up, and now we're up to the price where he really should have been for the last five, six weeks anyway. Kareem Hunt, we know the offense that he's in. He's 11th in the league in opportunities per game, which is not too shabby. And if you look at his matchup, who have we picked on the last five, six weeks repeatedly? The Raiders defense, they're dead last in rushing yards allowed per game and 30th in run DVOA. I can't pass up Gurley, McCaffrey, or Hunt, and I'm going to find a way to get all three of them into my cash lineup. All right. Well, thankfully, uh, Chris Meany and the rest of us playing on FanDuel DraftKings, we don't have that secret unlimited money code that Ben <laughs> seems to bring up every single week. Uh, Chris, who are you playing at running back? Yeah, Ben's got that George Costanza wallet. Yeah, there. I know. Oh, nice reference. <laughs> uh, I, I'm with you. I mean, if you're going to spend up, those are the backs. I think this week is much like last week where there's some value at the position. I kind of you know, step away a little bit from Barkley and DJ Mixon, and obviously Fournette's not there. So I like those plays. But if, yeah, if you are going to, you know, be a little bit different, I'm looking at two backs. Who, I don't understand how Gus Edwards is still $4,800 on DraftKings. It makes no sense. And on FanDuel, $6,400. And Lamar Miller is $6,300 on FanDuel and then 46 on DraftKings. So both of these Woo. guys check in at a decent price. And for Gus Edwards, this two games, it's all been, you know, the same thing as Lamar Jackson. They're running the football, 40 carries, 243 yards on the ground over his last two games. The matchups were great in those opportunities. They're great again this week against the Falcons, 31st against the run, according to football outsiders, 13 rushing touchdowns allowed and the fourth most fantasy points to running backs. And also the fourth most fantasy points per game, um, overall as a defensive unit so just not solid there and Lamar Miller has played pretty good lately he, he really has. has you know as much as I knock him I'll, I'll, I'll admit it I, I don't think he's all that great of a running back and if he can handle all these carries but at least 18 carries in three of his last four games he's a lock for all the red zone work the Browns ranked 25th against the run 
15 rushing touchdowns, the second most in football. Only Cincinnati has allowed more yards per game, and they've surrendered the fifth most rushing yards per contest. So overall, this is a team that struggles against running backs. And Lamar Miller has hit that 100-yard mark on the ground in three of his past five games and 86 yards in four of his past five. So at that price point, the guy who's going to touch the ball 15 to 20 times, they got to lock him in. Yeah, Miller is the really interesting one because he's not a flash in the pan like Gus Edwards has been so far. Miller is right there with that guaranteed opportunity that we're talking about we want with these running backs. He's 13th in the league in opportunities per game. Uh, just saw him rip the 97-yarder. I'm sitting there thinking, okay, who's wearing Lamar Miller's jersey? Because that's not <laughs> Miller. But yeah, he's been getting it done. So if if there was any way that I would go away from just locking all three of these studs, whether it's FanDuel or DraftKings, Lamar Miller would be the one that has me thinking about it. All right, so you're you're paying out for the studs at running back, and how are you going to save money at wide receiver, Ben? Yeah, because there's always, with injuries this late in the year, there's always going to be these cheaper guys that open up and should are, are pretty solid plays and should be more expensive, and one of them is Bruce Ellington. And Golden Tate is gone. He's basically playing the, the Golden Tate role, which you might not realize because he just literally started playing for the Lions two weeks ago. But in those two games, his... Snaps have been there. They even rose on Thanksgiving Day, and he's seen 16 targets and caught 12 passes over those two weeks. Now, he hasn't done a lot with them, but especially on DraftKings with full PPR, those receptions are golden, and at only $3,500, he's allowing you to lock in guaranteed volume, which should not happen because you know if you're going to go this route that I'm talking about, you should have to be kind of basically – praying that a guy gets five targets but Ellington with the way that it's going with Marvin Jones also out and it looks like Carrion Johnson's going to be out again Ellington's literally their number two receiver and we know the Lions don't have a tight end so there's a couple other receivers I like too that Meany's on as well so I think we'll both just gush about them together in the tournament spot but I wanted to highlight Ellington here because even though his upside might not be there that's fine just give me six catches for 40 yards lock in 10 points and let the stud running backs do their thing. All right, Chris, you you saved the money. Yeah, you know, you, you're allowed to uh, to pay up. So, which of the studs do you like? Yeah, so on those stud wideouts, I really want Adam Thielen. 94 catches, first in the NFL. He's second in yards. He's second in targets. 100. Not worried about Uncle Bill taking out the number one option. And, mm. and on top of that, you have Stephon Diggs missing practice. Yeah, he says he's going to play. Yeah, but he says he's going to play. I believe him. I believe he him. he told us that what was it two or three weeks ago, and he didn't play. <laughs> I know. It, you know, I will come off of Thielen um, if a Diggs is bit, out if Diggs is out okay. but I still think he'll be a pretty safe just cash play because of just the volume and the targets that he's had I mean 125 yards and a touchdown in week 12 this guy has 100 yards and a touchdown in the same game seven times this season he's only failed to score a touchdown in three games once was week one and the other one was week three and he's hit that 100 yard mark in every game but two so i feel like he is safe yes keep an eye on stefan Diggs. but i'm looking at some of these top priced wide receivers mike evans does certainly jumps out at me Thielen is a guy that i just trust the volume has always been there for him and kirk cousins it's just an, it's automatic in the slot and then another guy who has been really safe we brought him up a few times he doesn't have that ceiling we'll talk about a couple other rams wide receivers a little bit later on but robert woods has at least four catches and 70 yards in 10 straight games week one is the only week 
of the season where he did not score 12 fantasy points. That's pretty safe for a guy, Robert Woods. Uh, and you know what? Detroit, 10 touchdowns allowed to slot wide receivers, the fifth most fantasy points per game to slot wideouts. And for Robert Woods, ever since Cooper Cup has been gone, he, he's been running most of his routes in the slot, almost 70% of them the last time the Rams played. That was a big shootout game against the Chiefs. So he's not much of a touchdown guy, but the volume's there. The catches have been there. And overall, this is a pretty good matchup against the Lions. I like that that Ellington call as well because the Rams are going to score points and Stafford's yep. going to have no choice but to throw the football. And I love that Robert Woods call, Meanie. Robert Woods, truther, stand up. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, Adam Thielen. I just was thinking about this as you were talking about how incredible he has been. That poor dude is the absolute imp- the epitome of taking the insurance money when you should have bet on yourself. I mean, oh, yeah. Last year signed a deal four years for $19.2 million. So he has oh, two man. years left. Meanwhile, Sammy Watkins oh. is, is on a three for 48. Oh, oh my God. So disgusting. Oh, poor Adam. Hopefully the, wow. the team, you hopefully they do a get right. Wow. With, with what you're doing for the team. Oh, let's so let's sorry. be positive for a second. I'm Quick like side note: contract in football. How many uh, how many games in a row did he start with 100 receiving yards? Was it eight, or did he get up to nine? Seven or eight. Because yeah. I'm looking at Julio Jones' stat lines, and I don't know how many people are talking about it, but he's got six in a row. So Julio's coming for him. Yeah, Ooh. Adam had eight eight to start, and then he had the 22 yard game against Detroit, and then against Chicago, 66, and then back up and to then back up possibly. to it. Julio's got a All nice right. little track record going here. The tight end position, Ben. Who you like? Uh, it's got to be Eric Ebron. Got to be the tight end that's tied to Andrew Luck. I mean, I mean, come on, Ebron's gotten it done all year. Even kind of playing second fiddle to Jack Doyle when Jack Doyle was healthy. Doyle was running more routes. Now my boy Jack, Jack Doyle is on injured reserve. So because of that, Ebron's snap percentage and opportunities should shoot right back up. There was a little concern. Uh, missed practice on Wednesday, but he was right back at practice on Thursday. Should be good to go. We're talking about continuing to love Andrew Luck, who's thrown four touchdowns, three touchdowns in like seven straight games. He's absolutely killing it. And, you know, it, it remains to be seen what happens with Ramsey. But if he does play, it would make a little bit more sense to attack down the middle of the field. But regardless, it doesn't matter. Ebron at $4,200 on DraftKings, got to lock him in. Yeah, the, the Jacksonville Jaguars, if they can be, be beat anywhere – it's, it's with the strength of Andrew Luck and the Colts at the tight end position. Chris, who do you like? It's amazing he has more touchdowns this year in, in four years in Detroit. But um, yeah, Stafford's like, what? What the heck, man? <laughs> What's going on? Stafford, oh, you we use a weapon use right now. Red zone. Yeah, wait. I kept throwing a Golden Tate inside the red zone. Yeah. Now he just got to throw to Bruce Ellington. Let's go. Okay. Cameron Bray was a free square last week. He got us the touchdown. Didn't yes. do a whole lot. Not a lot of catches or, or volume, but he's still fairly $4,900 on FanDuel, $3,700 on DraftKings. It's all you need. It's all you want. It's a touchdown. He's got four in the season, 18 in his last three years, and just so happens that Carolina allows the most fantasy points to opposing tight ends. So lock in Bray again. Before we jump into the GPP picks, want to thank today's sponsor, Pristine Auction. That's P-R-I-S-T-I-N-E auction.com. You know how to spell it, and you know what it is. It's the absolute best website in human existence when you're trying to get that memorabilia. I always call it out for sports, but it's not just sports on Pristine Auction. Movie buffs, music buffs, you name it, they got it. Hundreds of new auctions every single day. Make it part of your, uh, you know, your morning, your morning routine. Go check out Pristine Auction. See what they got up there. You're getting deals. You're getting steals and everything in between. I'm checking on there every single day. I'm looking at a beautiful Kareem Hunt 
jersey signed by the man, the hands, the hands that brought me some fantasy championships last year and are sure to this year. Sign that jersey. Check it out, Pristine Auction. Make that completely free account. And if you do, let them know that the Fantasy Footballers DFS podcast sent you. You down with GPP? All right, GPPs, those tournaments you're shooting for, the stars you need, that ceiling, you, your team, they got to go off. Ben, who do you think's going off for the right price at the quarterback position? Well, this guy's pretty good at football, Aaron Rodgers. Um, it doesn't feel extremely inspiring, which is so weird because it's Aaron Rodgers. I think he's the best in the game. But uh, he's had limited weapons. And, you know, he hasn't been going off lately. But if you look at the box scores and you look at where the games have been played, the Packers have been on the road a ton lately. So I'm very intrigued by Aaron Rodgers going back to Lambeau to be at home in a scenario where, you know, the Packers know they have to win. They basically have to win out. They have to win out to basically make the playoffs. So, you know, this is going to have to be put on Aaron Rodgers' shoulders. And even though the Cardinals are solid against the pass, which I think – along with his kind of cold game box scores lately, will push the ownership percentage away from Rodgers. I'm interested not only because he's at home, but this Cardinals team is not good. So because of that, this could be a situation where Aaron Rodgers is able to put the team on his back and have a huge game that we know he can have. The only kind of fear is that the weapons are limited, but I'm not you know, worried about Patrick Peterson. Devontae Adams has proven he's matchup proof. Uh, you know, you could see Valdez Scantling swing back and have a GPP type of game in this spot. So I'm interested by Rodgers. And then to save some salary, my cheaper guy this week is going to be my guy, Case Keenum. He's only $5,200 and the matchup is there. He gets the Bengals who are just atrocious and now they've lost Andy Dalton. The Bengals are 31st in passing yards allowed per game and 26th in pass DVOA. So this could be one of those spots where, you know, Keenum's, super affordable price doesn't tell the whole story because I think there's some upside here to be had in an intriguing spot. Chris? I love Locke, by the way. I'm glad we already talked about him. Yeah. He's right at the top of the GPP article. Love his price this week. But if I'm going to spend up, it's going to be Jared Goff. Detroit's run defense has been much better lately, but just brutal against the pass. 31st in past EVOA, 29th overall on defense, 24 passing touchdowns, and the ninth most points per game allowed and this Rams team 33.5 the team applied total it's the highest of the week tied right there with uh, the Kansas City Chiefs that you got this game in the dome all these fast wide receivers moving around the Alliance too, just really just struggling against quarterbacks over the last four weeks allowing the seventh most fantasy points per game to the position and then Deshaun Watson you know I I I've been it's been a hit or miss with Watson. I feel like I'm when I'm on him, he doesn't have that game. He has that five touchdown game. I know that happened on a Thursday and I, I wasn't really on him. I was feeling other guys that week and just a, a huge slate and using all of the games. But Deshaun Watson has that tournament upside because of his rushing ability. He has hit the 20 point mark in fantasy three times over the last four games, 30 point mark twice. We saw it last week he had the 70 yards on the ground with the rushing touchdown. And again, with Cleveland, They've just struggled defensively. They really have. I know they have some players who can you know, make some plays in the back end, but they rank inside the top 10 when it comes to fantasy points allowed 
to every position, quarterbacks, wide receivers, running backs, and tight ends. I mentioned earlier they struggle on the ground. We talked about Lamar Miller. So they've allowed the second most yards per game and the fourth most passing yards per game. So I don't think anybody's going to be on Deshaun Watson. I think it's maybe just a sneaky little tournament play. Bring in DT. Saw a couple catches from him last last week yes, inside we the did. red zone. So he's just another option inside the red zone when they get down there that benefits Watson. No, I, I like the call on Watson yes. and a side commentary. I think it's really it's comical to me that the Cleveland Browns they fire their head coach, they fire their OC, they promote the the defensive coordinator to be the head coach. The offense goes through the roof, and their defense still stinks. Uh, that's just to say because I don't like Greg Williams. So good, agreed. Good, yeah. good agreed. for you, yeah. Greg Williams. Agreed. Yeah, good for you. Enjoy yeah, he's the gonna get that job if they keep, if they keep winning football games. No, 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 Cleveland, don't do it. Don't do. I it. agree. Don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, maybe you want to keep Freddie Kitchens, but don't don't do that, please, please. Hey, running backs. Let's talk about him. Ben, who you got? Uh, I'm with you guys real quick that I love Deshaun Watson as well. Now, the poster boy for basically what I'm talking about with running backs is going to be Saquon Barkley this week. He has an awful matchup at home. He's at home, but he gets the Bears. That's terrible. But, but volume matters more than anything else in fantasy football. That's why we continue to talk about these stud running backs. And that's what Saquon Barkley has. First of all, he's really talented. Then he's getting the opportunities. He's third in the entire league in opportunities per game. And he's tied for 10th in the league in receptions with Christian McCaffrey. So with these type of guys, you're basically playing David Johnson and Stefan Diggs in one spot. So Barkley is affordable enough because he's got this tough matchup and people will be afraid to play him because he's got this tough matchup. And I don't blame you for looking elsewhere because there's other running backs I just talked about that I like more, but you can get him at a low ownership percentage at home. One of the best assets in all of fantasy football. So I just wanted to use him as the poster boy, and now I want to I want to gush over these players that Meanie's going to talk about because I'm right on board with him. All right, <laughs> all right. Well, hey, before Meanie, before you uh, uh, before you jump in, I I got sidetracked thinking about Greg Williams. He's a very distracting person. <laughs> uh, but I, I jumped into the uh, the buzz report that we have in the DFS pass that's powered by FanShare. If you're not familiar, if you're new to the DFS pass. First, welcome. Thank you for supporting the show. Uh, they're an aggregator. They're looking throughout social media with their proprietary algorithm, seeing who's being talked about. Deshaun Watson is not in the top ten. I'm not guys surprised. being wow. talked about. So you're you're spot on with that analysis that people people are not currently on Deshaun Watson. All right, back to you, Chris. I apologize. Man, Buzz Report is is a terrific tool. Yes, uh, I love to hear that. So a couple backs. Yeah, Ben Ben says he likes them. Uh, you know. Great matchups and also just great pricing. Let's talk about Aaron Jones. Like, thank you, McCarthy. It only took you 10 weeks to get this guy the football and get going here, but he's <laughs> finally arrived. He scored a rushing touchdown now in three straight games, four over that span, has six total touchdowns in his last five games. So he has the fifth most fantasy points among all running backs over the last four weeks. What took you so long? So he's starting to get more work, even in the passing game as well. 11 catches on 15 targets and over 100 yards in his last three games. He's fresh off a season high, 17 carries and 20 touchdowns. 
touches for Arizona. They've allowed the most rushing touchdowns on the season 16, the third most rushing yards per game, the third most fantasy points allowed to running backs per game. We should see another 20 touches from Jones in a contest where the Packers, last time I checked, they're 14 point home favorites. So let's lean on Jones here a little bit more, try to save your job. And then there's Philip Lindsay against Cincinnati is another guy who's, you know, his price is really nice over on DraftKings. He's $5,400. He enters the week with seven total touchdowns and five rushing scores in his last five weeks. It's unbelievable what this guy has been able to do. He was just pulled off the street just days before opening week. And he's been great all year, averaging 86 rushing yards per game over his last five contests. He's hit that 90-yard mark in three of those games, 110 last week. He can also catch, we talked about, Chubb's hands. He's got them. Oh, there was another report today. I don't know if if you saw it, but there was a a nice sleeper uh, hype alert, which uh, I love them because they gave me hype. But it was Freddie Kitchens talking about Nick Chubb and his catching, saying, I don't know who started this this uh, rumor that Nick Chubb can't catch because he's got he's great got hands. It. He's got great ones. Boom. And Lindsey can catch too. 16 yes. in his last six games. And the Bengals have just checked out defensively altogether. We all know by now all their stats. They rank in the bottom one, two, or three basically in every single category. They've been up the most yards per game, the second most passing yards, the second most rushing yards, and then to go along fantasy points per game, the second most at back. So I love Lindsey's price. Love it. And in terms of, uh, you know, the matchup against uh, for running the ball, uh, Aaron Jones basically has the same thing. The uh, The Cardinals have struggled to stop the run. So both of these guys have great matchups. I like these calls. All right, let's talk wide receiver, Ben. Well, we have to continue to save money, obviously. So I'm looking at yes, Chris Godwin, a player. Oh, Chris love Godwin, it. I love that call. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chris Godwin's a player that I've always liked talent-wise watching this film coming out of college. Uh, a lot of smart people have. And he's only $3,900. I'm fine with Adam Humphreys, too, at 4200 Yes, because Deshaun Jackson's a bit banged up right now, not even catching footballs right now. Uh, but Godwin is very exciting to me at that extremely low price. He actually played – the second most snaps out of all Buccaneers wide receivers last week. He uh, usurped Adam Humphreys last week. And at $3,900, I just cannot ignore this price against this uh, you know, bad Panthers defense that I already talked about. And I also like that the Buccaneers are at home. And another one is going to be Chris Conley because uh, what we have seen with Sammy Watkins out, and it looks like that's going to be the case again here because Sammy Watkins isn't practicing, is Chris Conley is basically a full-time player. And he played 92% and 89% of the Chiefs' Chiefs snaps over the last two games. So he is that Watkins replacement. Now, granted, sometimes that's hit or miss, so there is a little bit of risk involved, but he plays in one of the best offenses in football. Obviously, Patty Mahomes is just destroying the league, leads the league in touchdowns by a ton, and Conley's super cheap, and he's got a great matchup. So all of those reasons especially make him a good tournament play because you're supposed to be taking on risk anyways. We saw what he did, and granted, it was the best fantasy game I've seen in my lifetime a couple weeks ago on Monday Night Football, but he has that upside because Patrick Mahomes offers him that upside. So I like Conley as well as another cheap option. All right, Chris? Yeah, and and you know what? Keep in mind, too, that Sammy was active in that game and hardly touched the football field. So Yeah, he got this weird Cal Ripken start. It was like, we got a pass. Literally, I think, caught the first pass. Yeah, that's for you, Manny. 
<laughs> I love it, Mike. Yeah, yeah, taking care <laughs> nice. of the people. Uh, I love Conley too. Like Conley is for people. I know this is a DFS podcast, but for people playing season long leagues and you're looking for the stash, we always talk sure. about stashes, running backs. Like Conley could come up and be something for you. And you know, between weeks 14 and 16, love it. Love that call a lot. Even if Sammy plays, like I think I might sprinkle him in in a couple tournaments. But DJ Moore and uh, we'll get to a, a couple Rams guys in a little bit. But DJ Moore is yeah. just he's taking off, right? And we yeah. we all know that. I'm sure Mike he's really high on the buzz report, but I don't care at this point because it's a high total. I already talked about the total on number the three on Tampa. Number three. Yeah. I'm not surprised to hear <laughs> that. And and just really his price on FanDuel is $6,400. And then on DraftKings, you're seeing $5,600. It's like, you just, I, I feel like I'm just slotting him in there automatically. You can trust him in cash. I know that was Ben's call uh, as well to, to play him in cash. 17 targets, 15 catches, 148 yards in his last two games. Has a touchdown over that span. Has at least four catches in four of his past five games. Devin Funches an afterthought at this point. I don't even care if he's going to play in the football game. It's just get the ball to Moore and McCaffrey in space, like I said. In Tampa Bay, they've allowed 26 passing touchdowns. They ranked dead last against the pass. So I feel... Pretty good about more, and it's okay if it's a chalk play. You're allowed to have a couple of those yes. in your lineups. And then yep. Brandon Cooks. Yeah. Brandon Cooks is... That's, that's so, my boy this week. Yeah, so Woods is that safe guy that I keep rolling out in, in cash, and Cooks is that high-ceiling guy. He's reached at least 100 yards in three straight games, 24 targets, Ooh. 18 catches, and 207 yards in his last two contests with Cooper Cup sideline. Ben mentioned that high shootout, sure, but he's still been very, very involved. He has those 100-yard games. And for the Lions, seventh most fantasy points to wide receivers over the last four weeks. And then also that brings me to the same team in Josh Reynolds. There he's it is. fairly cheap as well at $5,800 on FanDuel. And then he checks in on DraftKings at $4,900. Again, the matchup, the high team implied total, 33 and a half. He had a six catches for 80 yards in that big shootout game. And he's got three touchdowns in his past three games. So he is actually the probably the, big, the biggest beneficiary from Cooper Cup being sidelined. We're seeing a boost in everybody else. Cooks involved, but also Reynolds, who, you know, nobody was thinking about playing him when Cup was on the field. All right, let's talk about the tight end position. Ben seems to have found more money again. All right, Ben, who you got? <sighs> well, I love that Josh Reynolds call. He's freaking good at football, but um, yeah, Gronk, uh, one of the main We're points back. that I put. One game, that's all you need. <laughs> one of the main points I put in the article was he's not even on the injury report this week. Uh, he's back on the injury report today. So... <laughs> I'm actually going to do an in-podcast pivot. I actually Whoa. like Greg Olson, nice. um, who hasn't done much as of late, but he is still scoring touchdowns. If you go look what he did against this Buccaneers defense, we keep talking about this great matchup. Uh, he had a solid game the last time they played. It actually looks like Devin Funches might play, which could hurt DJ Moore just a tad. And we're talking about tournaments yeah. here. We know the ownership percentage is going to be there. So, you know, I was kind of – trying to lock in a lineup that I needed an extra $100, and I was just kind of looking at, well, you know, if I go from Ebron at 42 down to Olsen at 41, I can fit it, and I think that's going to be a better tournament play because obviously we know everyone's going to be on Ebron. Well, Olsen's in a spot where, you know, he could put you put up, put up 20 at half the ownership percentage as Ebron and uh, could outscore Ebron. So I'm, I'm liking Olsen more and more now. All right, Chris, let's fly. Who you got? Hey, so Conley is the cheapest player possible on FanDuel at $4,500. You know, the cheapest player possible at tight end and on DraftKings. Oh, baby. 
your boy Matt Lacoste. Tell me about him. <laughs> You're telling me about him. He doesn't Lacoste much. All right. Oh, I like it. oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Almost like we had that set up. Uh, that <laughs> nice. was beautiful. So $2,500 on DraftKings, uh, a larger role with Hireman sideline for the rest of the season. He took advantage last week. Only three grabs, four targets, but 34 yards. Found the end zone. That's what we want. A possibility at a touchdown. And, and again, with the Bengals, not only have they allowed the most yards and second most passing yards per game, they've allowed the most points and second most fantasy points uh, to tight end. So Lacoste is too cheap to ignore. You don't Lacoste much. I like that. Better. Oh, that's, that is <laughs> disgusting. And I love it. Let's talk about our favorite stacks. Stack attack. Chris, who's your favorite stack? Yeah, guys have already really talked, touched on Cam, CMC, DJ. Oh, mega stack. In. Mega. It's going to cost you a bit, but there's enough value to be had this week, guys. If it, It's full of it on the articles all over on the DFS Ultimate Pass, so you can get these guys in. Hey, why not sprinkle in Olsen? Uh, I like the Jared Goff call, um, and I'm kind of looking at Robert Woods because I'm a truther, and I think he is the wide receiver one. He's seen a few more targets than Cooks. I'm just looking at it from the standpoint that everyone knows Josh Reynolds has has proven himself over the last couple of weeks, looks really good, and is cheap, and everyone knows that you know if you're looking for a high upside guy, it is Brandon Cooks. But I think that Robert Woods has that opportunity. Uh, he's just been super solid as of late, anywhere between like 12 to like 18 DraftKings points in like six straight games. So I think that, it, you know, recency bias has us thinking, oh, well, that's who Robert Woods is. Remember earlier in the season, he had a huge game, even with Cooper Cup playing. I still think that Woods offers that upside. And so because of that, I like golf and stacking him with Woods. People will be sleeping on him in tournaments because they don't think he offers the upside. I do think he has it. All right, it's lineup time, fellas. Are you ready? I'm ready. Baby, let's go. DFS Battle Royale. I guess I forgot my favorite stack, but I'll go ahead and I'll start first because I'm all about that 10K stack. Andrew Luck and Eric Ebron. Oh, I love it. Oh, so much. $1,500 for Andrew Luck is preposterous. Then at the running back position, I got Kareem Hunt, Philip Lindsay. I think that they're uh, two studs, and the price is just right for them. Then I got Brandon Cooks. I got Ben's boy, Manny Sanders, against the Cincinnati yes. Bengals for only $6,300. The matchup is delightful, and Sanders is the offense. I got Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones at the flex, mm-hmm. 6700 And then I had to save some money, so what do I do? Adam Humphreys, Panels with an Humphreys. I couldn't decide between him and Chris Godwin, but I went with Humphreys, who I think is fine either way if Deshaun Jackson plays. I think Chris Godwin gets the bigger bump if DJX does sit. And then Chiefs defense rounding it out. Who you got, Ben? Yeah, I almost rolled with the Case Keenum Emmanuel Sanders stack as my favorite. Yeah, I don't I mind that. Spot. Yeah, so I'm start because I'm rolling Todd Gurley, Christian McCaffrey, and Kareem Hunt. So my quarterback is going to be Case Keenum for the savings. I'm going to keep working on trying to get away up $600 to luck. But for now, I like Case Keenum's matchup, as I talked about. I've got Chris Godwin, Bruce Ellington, and Josh Reynolds to save money. at my Wow, receivers. you are saving money. I'm locking in Eric Ebron and uh, my say, because that's exactly what I wanted to do, Mike. This is the scenario I was talking about. I wanted the Chiefs at 2,500. Can't make it work. Don't know what I'm doing for now. So right now, I'm just going to roll with the Patriots and bet on them at home and hope Kirk Cousins throws a pick or two. All right, Chris. 
All right, so Cam at the quarterback position. I got Christian McCaffrey in there as well. Aaron Jones, Mike Evans, DJ Moore. I'm really going all in on these Panthers here. I love the Connolly call. I have him in there. And if Sammy plays, you can shy away. Humphreys, as Mike just mentioned, Godwin. I was going to come on here and talk about Marcel Aitman. Let's not get too carried away. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, he's seeing the targets. Yeah, he is. I, I wrote him up. Yeah, he's got 15 targets like in two it. games. There's not much going on there in Oakland. Um, get Lacoste in there uh, if you with your he's case game the stacks, uh, and then Philip Lindsay at flex, and then I'm with Mike. I love the Chiefs at $2,500. I think it's a good spot for him. Boom! There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us for the podcast, the Fantasy Footballers DFS podcast. We wish you nothing but the best of luck this weekend. Christmas is coming. Build that bankroll. Build it. We'll see you next week on the podcast. For my co-host, Ben Cummins, Chris Meany, I'm Mike the Fantasy Hitman Wright. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to another edition of the Fantasy Footballers DFS Podcast. Don't forget to visit us on the web at www.thefantasyfootballers.com.